yo on this episode today i would just be here sharing stories about my life and maybe probably just ranting so i realized that i haven't actually done a bit of that since april so i decided hey you guys deserve little tidbits of my life here and there so enjoy the episode welcome to rave with my podcasts and like i said before this is me today gisting you guys so you see through 30 minutes of me just gisting or ranting or whatever it is that's going to come up on here so yeah the first thing i'd like to start with is that i don't know if you guys remember that um i talked about i can't remember the title of that episode but i talked about getting a promotion at work or asking for or trying to ask for a raise at work can't remember what that episode is called anymore but yeah i did talk about that and i realized that i didn't come back here to tell you guys the updates on that so yes fast forward to a couple of weeks after that a lot of things had to go into play and all that and all that eventually (laughs) eventually i was given a promotion right and then i went on twitter and i'm like I want to understand how promotion works in like different sectors and different companies. So when people get promoted, do they get more, more hands-on work? Let's say, okay, you get promoted for, let's say as a cleaner, mm-hmm. let me put it that way, as a cleaner, and then you go promoted as a supervisor or something. Are you required to like do more hands-on work or more managerial work or you have to you're doing less in general and they're paying you for your expertise of supervision and possibly your ex your experience of having done this for a long period of time so see if you know you have to this thing please wherever you listen to this podcast send me a message or something because this is my own eh? i don't even know what to call it but i'm ch- first of all i'm thankful to god <laughs> i'm thankful to god that i am no longer going to be on the phone for longer hours so i'm thankful for that but i feel like i'm working way more than i used to so i'm like is this how this thing is supposed to work because now i'm working 12 hours straight i'm not even joking i think yesterday and yeah yesterday I put it in the back of my mind that the most I'm going to do is one hour overtime and I'm not going to do more again. And I'm like, is this how this is going to be? And worse, the day that I worked from, I think, 12 p.m. to 1.43 a.m., I forgot to time clock. So I didn't time clock in um, both on the HR Life thingy and both on Teams as well. So technically, they could have actually just said, hey, nigga, you didn't work. And you know my job is remote, so it's not like somebody saw you at the office or something. Um, uh, That night, I, like, immediately I realized, because I went to clock in and for me to sign out, and I realized, oh, this shit is still green. So, like, Mara, you did not time clock. Immediately I went on Teams. I wanted to send an email, but I was like, I want to take it step by step. So I sent an email <laughs> to the HR, and I'm like, yo... 
I have been online from so 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 and so time to so so and so time. Like the money is not even like a lot already. And then you now come with um we're not gonna pay you for whatever. Nah, that's not gonna work. But yeah, he actually told me to send an email and then like copy in the other person who is actually in charge of the time clocking thing and I was like, yo I talked to my, my, my guy about it and the team leads in my department and he was like that it has happened to him countless of times but i could um because there is a time the issue with that time time clocking thing is there is a specific time you can clock in so but then it now feels weird because now that i have been promoted right it feels weird because the the time i am supposed to clock in usually i, cl- I like i sign in two hours before that time so there is the dilemma of do i have to clock in now or do i have to clock in later but it's weird because clocking in two hours after i have clocked in whereas i was actually working before that two hours it's just really somehow so what i do these days is once i clock in anytime i sign into my my, my desktop or whatever i definitely just sign in like and clock and clock in because I'm working. It's not like I'm there and I'm not doing anything or something. Because the reason why they came up with that policy is that some people would just time um, clock in very early. Maybe those who have afternoon shifts, because we have morning shifts and then afternoon shifts. So those who are supposed to work afternoon shifts would usually just come and then time clock like 10 a.m. <laughs> Which is weird because those that's like the time, the resumption time for the morning shifts guys. So yeah that's not any promotion thing. so yeah i'm actually really thankful that you know my efforts got recognized after one year because there's really this fear of not being to grow in an organization i was talking with one of my colleagues yesterday and she was saying that there are some companies that bef- bef- before you go in mm, you need to like make your research it's not just about the pay is good the pay is good are you like it depends on what you're looking for exactly anyways if you're looking for a job to pay your bills you learn something on the job and maybe six months one year down the line you're gone right that's all good and fine but if you're looking to work with with an organization or a company where you are intending to grow with that organization you need to look out for what their growth this thing is like because in this company that i am I'm, i'm currently in the room for growth is not is not so much although the 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 hr was explaining to me uh, and he was saying that um they have a policy of uh, giving people raises like once you've spent i think two years or something yeah that's you can look forward to it that is if what you're receiving in the interim is actually okay but in a situation where you're actually like in a company where you're you you feel like if, if you put in more work or you are more productive, it should like translate into, you know, getting recognized or growth and not just, you know. But hmm, mm, in a company where like everything is set, you're basically coming in and then you have like fewer people at the top and then there's actually no room for growth, then it means that, oh my man, however you do this thing, you know, the only thing that can translate is that you would get irregular like um irregular um pay increase like depending on the policy of the company you are with but glory to god i got 
my promotion within one year and my mother's um, advice worked <laughs> fasting and prayer and maybe a little <laughs> i don't want to use the word threats but actually threatening myself not the organization i threatened myself I, I i put myself on a timeline and said that hey yo if by this time this doesn't come out of this then nah i don't think that i am going to stay back but yeah as god we have it i don't have money and god just told me step put something is coming your way something hooch <laughs> and yeah so i'm grateful for that promotion and i'm still praying that you know it translates into more money more money because it's a white company right we are doing office support here in nigeria and they pay us in naira so i'm still like praying that something translates from that as well something more actually translates from that as well so yeah the next thing i actually want to talk about is that mm. so you know i told you all i moved into a new apartment um in february so the apartment has been good and all but yeah national grid national grid national grid we've not been having electricity as consistently as we used to which means that i have to be getting more fuel and powering generator like every now and then because usually my um, my shift is supposed to be for eight hours right but because of my new role and all that i have to be review teams basically and also train so i have to like be online for longer period of time so i've been burning for a shout out to my friend Sharon Olagbenla. yes sh shout out to her she's been helping my life getting feel very easily and all that but yeah that's is even the story the story is this so um before we moved in here there was this agent guy we got really friendly with a man and his wife right well we got really friendly with them and then eventually before i like took i am my partner talking about my partner now and then before we actually like secured this place um they were the ones that suggested okay i know you guys are trying to go to a place where you know i had given him my own you know conditions what i was looking out for electricity quietness all of that just a very serene environment well fast forward to a, a, a month or two later they had an issue with their generator and they they came to me no they first came to my partner i think we were taking a walk an evening walk or something and i had stopped somewhere to get something and i came back and i got back it's like that uh this man said that he wants to use my generator and blah, blah 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 i'm like that doesn't make sense who asks somebody for generator like who borrows generator it doesn't make sense to me but i was like you know this man and his wife i really like them they're very like i like them sure i like their chemistry i like how jovial they are and all that we've known them for more than a year or a yeah now more than a year so i was like okay i want to understand that this situation they are in is actually like really serious and they really need this thing so against my better judgments because first of all i don't fuck with people that way <laughs> i don't fuck with people in the way that it translates to um taking things from me that are i cannot guarantee or let me put it this way i can't i, I don't fuck with people in a way that things that are very like fundamental to my job or my day-to-day -day activities i would just carry it and give it to you i don't know if that makes sense if it doesn't make sense i don't know just try and make it make sense in your head i don't fuck with people that way so like 
there are things that I know, okay, there are people in my life that I know when they ask me for certain things, I could easily just say, hey, yeah, I trust you with this thing. And I give, I give it to them. There are things that even my closest friends know that they can never ask me for. It's not from a place of, oh, Mara is wicked, or Mara is strong-hearted or hard-hearted. No. Try and make this thing make sense in your head. But against my better judgments, I was like, I was telling my partner that, hey, look, you know me, I don't fuck people that way and all, but for your sake and for the sake of this thing has contributed fundamentally to my searching for an apartment. I was like, okay. Since the estates usually have electricity, like a lot, a lot, at that time anyways, it's, it's really been bad now and all and i decided okay they're not so far from the estate so they can just use it and then bring it back they took it i was here and i was praying to god that this thing should come back in one piece so there is is, is one thing to say that my car they get problem now me driver because spoil for my hand then my car no get problem or it they okay i can't carry i'm give you then it can scatter for your hand do you get what I mean? Barely forget since when somebody does something to me, it sticks. It sticks in my head. It makes me create this boundary. Norma, norma. I like to put boundaries around things and around people, right? But if you don't do me something once, but it take it take me time to say make I overlook or make we go back to the same place that we once were, right? And so this nigga used it, and I norma, norma. I use my generator is my alternative power supply for my job right which means that if there is electricity now for the first four hours there's a possibility that for the next one hour i'm not going to have electricity so first it was the hassle of because they had the first time we took it they had taken my electricity and then he i had to like rush over like hey you guys need to bring this thing back i don't have like electricity and i have a meeting going on and blah blah blah, blah. if you work as a client's manager you understand how like the rudiments of this kind of jobs right after a bit they brought back the electricity came back again picked in it was i just felt like um nah if i was the one i would understand that okay this person gave me this thing just out of you know courtesy and out of just us knowing each other right this is this is something i work with if it was a weekend i wouldn't have bothered as much right but i told myself and then i told my partner like when he came around like Yo, I'm never going to do this, not for you, not for anybody else. This is what I use for work. If I had like a spare one that I would give give out to people, I would do that. But something happens to this thing, I practically would not be able to work. And this is not even from a place of, okay, say, can't your generator go bad or can't something go bad? That is fine. You can always clear that with HR and say, yo, this is what's happening and blah, blah, blah. And they will just tell you, okay, when you're able to come back up, let us know, right? But it's from the place of, I have tasks to do. I have pending people to get to it. And then because of you, I'm not able to work or I'm having to look for a technician. And so I'm always very, even like in the house, once I power it sometimes and I'm blending stuff or trying to hit, I'm always very like, hmm, no use your hands, spoil this thing, no. And then you start looking for technicians up and down. But I overlook all of that and I and I'm like, nah, this is never going to happen again. Guess what? Yesterday we're sleeping peacefully. Very, very peacefully. I hear my partner was around. We hear a knock. I didn't even turn. And he went to the door. Like he was wondering, like, and I'm like, I'm not standing up. Then he went to the door. 
and lo and behold it was the same person again i didn't want to even understand what they were saying i just tried to go back to sleep um like two minutes or a minute later he comes in and he's like tapping me like yo um you need to go and talk to him i'm like how what's up what's going on and he's like that he is asking for the generator again i'm like okay and what did you tell him you should like you should, I, I felt like he should have told him there that nah but he told him that actually i can't make decision on this generator but the person that can decide whether can give you this thing or not is asleep this nigga told him to please wake me up mm. and then i woke up and i'm like okay good morning and he started explaining i'm like uh this thing has its issues one and then secondly like i just can't and he's like no 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 problem he understands he understands and i'm like i don't even care at this point if you are going to look at me like hey this girl is a bitch or whatever i don't care about that it is that if you have an establishment i mean like an establishment where you know that you require like constant power you should make provision for at least a small one that can save you guys right not like who borrows like i've been thinking about this like who borrows generator for business and then yesterday's own words that they were trying to do morning thing devotion thingy that it is a life transmission i think it's one of this maybe christ embassy i can't i don't know i can't say but i knew it was one of those churches that transmits their teaching or whatever whatever that they needed it and i'm like yo this generator has been giving me issues like it could like power itself or sound like it's going to go off and then come back on and my technician is not around i've been trying to avoid calling one of a technician i know that used to come here it stays at airport road like the distance is a lot imagine calling a technician from airport road down to this place because i'm trying to like ensure that whatever issue it is is fixed like dead on so i don't have to like constantly call people to come and fix the generator for me like me we get it in i then manage them do you get and then you now come to me it's just really somehow and after i went to go and get like fuel again shout out to sharon i went to get fuel 7 a.m or so and then i got back like within 30 minutes and i when i entered the gates i heard somebody walking behind me but i didn't even think it was the one like he was walking behind me looking at the 50 liters of fuel i was carrying and then he'd be probably wondering in his head like I thought you said the generator is, is not working and you cannot give it to me and all that. But I didn't even like, let's even get to the point where you're. It's like, yeah, that, thank you because you got my plug spanner. Yeah. That he came back to return. And then he was like, ah, yo, you guys don't even have electricity. I'm like, yeah. I just said it has been out and it's been bad for a while. I just kept really doing what I was doing, like trying to like turn the fuel into like smaller cans so I can power generator. Like, yo, I don't fuck with people like that. If you ask me for give me money give me food give me clothes give me yeah i can do all of that but fundamental things that are like very crucial to my work <laughs> be writing be it you should really like why are you asking me for that and if i've taken my time to explain to you that hey this is what this thing is about i feel like you should be smart enough to understand that hey this person is just trying to be polite because ordinarily me maranata i would have just said no i can't give it to you but I'm trying to be nice because of that friendship we've had and 
but you if you guys think that it is okay for people to borrow people's generators for establishments then maybe i'm just being a wicked person i don't know but yeah that's just how i feel sha that's how i feel now the next thing i want to talk about is that um when i was in junior school i used to um i grew up in lagos right so we moved we moved down to abuja in 2006 but that was after i had spent like a year in kogi states yeah so we moved down to abuja and hmm, i've always been this child that i don't want to say i don't want to use the word it's too serious child <laughs> i want to say that is always very serious with things like always very serious with things so i could pass off for somebody you would say that always frowning or not smiling right so when i was in junior school a lot of people would come up to me learn to smile more and all of that and i've always had this this idea that smiling brings a lot of catastrophe <laughs> and a lot of issues that you, you you don't want to be dealing with trust me all the years i went to school i went to boarding house i went to oh by the way um somebody from my boarding house he was my two years senior accused me yesterday of something he said that he, he used to look at me as this holy person in boarding house that he he, he he listened to my podcast and then he's talking to me like these days and he doesn't actually we cut communication like way back i don't know what happened okay i know what happened i wasn't on facebook as often as i used to when i was in secondary school and then when i left secondary school it just became like a lot of work and I stopped going on Facebook, which meant that I practically lost communication or cut communication with a lot of people. It wasn't intentional. Like, I didn't even think about it from the angle of, but it just happened, right? And then we got reconnected, you know, recently. And then he's telling me that he used to see me as this holy person. Not that I used to talk about holy things or, but the fact that I loved going to church and, no, that I was always with, uh, FCS, is it FCS? No, YCS. I think it was YCS. And I was always going, and I'm like, nah. So I, I, I think it, it, it was from this place of, I didn't like talking to a lot of people about my personal shit. So we could be here, we could talk about like a lot of things, right? And you would still not get a piece of information from me if I don't want you to know about that. So I think when I was in, in SFG, I always like usually just kept conversations around school and you know maybe home once in a while but anything other than that if i don't like you or we used to have crushes now in secondary school but if i didn't like you i don't see a point i don't see a point in trying to discuss my personal life with you so if, I'm, if i feel like i'm not attracted to you why are you talking to me about sex maybe or why are you talking to me about boyfriend if I don't see you in that light? So I used to like cut conversations. Pam, pam, pam. So people had like ideas about me and their own perceptions. Even in uni, when I got into uni, um, uni learning, like 100 level, I didn't used to talk to a lot of people basically because I wasn't like in school a lot, a lot in 100 level. I can't, I can't count on my own, on one of my hand, like on my fingers, how many times I actually went to school. In hundred level besides tests and exams that's how like bad i was right some people just look at me like this person is 
um, proud and all that. But most of it all was from the place of you are always going like you want to fight somebody. You want to beat somebody. Now, this brings me to my story, E. E is my friend, right? We've known for a while. And he calls me out of the blue two days ago or so. And he says, so something just happened. He's not in Nigeria, by the way. <laughs> and then he says, something just happened. And I'm, I'm basically been asking all my friends. I'm trying to get their opinions. Do you think I'm flirty? That was his exact question to me. <laughs> and I found it really funny because in a way, he is like me. So because I have, I have reasons why I don't entertain some kind of conversations from certain people. It may come off sometimes as me being rude or me just being caught to the chase and all of that. But there are reasons why people cut conversations with people. Or there are reasons why I can be this chatty with A and not be this chatty with B. First of all, it is not, sometimes it's not, it's from a place of no see me finish or I don't want to fuck with you on that level. But it is also highly from a place of not perceiving my being sociable or my being nice to you as I want to fuck or as with I'm being flirtatious towards you or something. So I asked E for a backstory and the backstory is this. So there's this girl he's been moving to and she has like a party or something. Let's call the babe, uh, what should we call the babe? Let's call the babe Anita, for instance, right? So E has been moving to Anita. Anita has a friend named Anna. <laughs> Anita has a friend named Anna. Now, Anita hosts a party or something and then they're all together in the same space. And my friend E is basically like talking with everybody and all of that. And then at the dead of the night, Anita is texting E to say, Hey, um, this is what my friend said about you. My friend said that you were being flirtatious or you're being flirty with her. And now when he told me that first statement, I asked for the backstory. But before that, I said, how did you relate with this person? Like, were you looking, is she fine? Does she have big bomb? Were you staring at her big bomb or big bulbs for longer seconds of time or whatever? He can't be that mad to say, okay, because she has big bomb. I'll not be in the same space. I'll be flirting with you. Like, is something wrong with me? We now talked about it further and I said, and then I said, Noma, Noma, I know that you have a, a frowny face. Like he is one of those people that when you see him, you feel like he's not approachable. Like he could literally be telling you something and like, so, and his face would literally like not be in that, in that same, like translates what he's saying. I don't know if you understand what I mean. And so when he said that, and I said, Noma, Noma, you don't even have like, cause I was trying to tease him and I was like, were you like winking at her? Were you smiling in a sly way? You know, were you? And he was like, no, now, like, you know me. And I'm like, wait, I've known you for a while. And I know that you're not flirtatious. He is like me in a way, right? So we are always very direct. You like a person, you like a person. You don't like a person, you don't like a person. We talked further and I'm like, did you converse? Did you spend some time talking with her? And he says, yes, that. And he's always asking about her, how are you doing? And all of that, and all of that. I'm like, yo. So a lot of people are not like, they're not smart sometimes, they're not smart enough to discern between when somebody is being sociable or just literally being nice to keep the conversation going, as opposed to I'm, I'm talking to you, I'm asking you about your day and you just think that I'm being interested in you. Like that's madness. Like 
that is utter madness and i could relate with with the story because it's happened to me not once not twice when i'm being nice to a person or i'm just being you just talking with you here and there and saying all sorts of sense yada 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 <laughs> and then it becomes do you like me do you want to fuck and i'm like no no this was just me trying to keep the conversation going so sometimes i know they blame people when you know they do like come to a party and they're just hi hello and that's that about that because now they don't go accuse my friend <laughs> my innocent friend of being flirty it was an entire thing you because know, it translated into issue of trust my friend ella ella now made a post yesterday saying i think somebody on twitter had said something about um um having a, like advantages of you know having a frowny face and all that if you have a frowny face you would not get you do you you not they will not see you finish if you have a frowning face like a whole bunch of things and i was like actually i was coming on here to share this with you guys because i don't know if you guys have experienced it if you have please let me know like you're a lady or you're a guy you're just from your heart of heart you're just trying to be nice to this person or just trying to be sociable and it translates to do you want to bang or it translates to I know you are feeling me i'm feeling you too and i'm like no this is not what this is about yeah so if you've experienced that let me know let me know um but again oh yes the final thing i want to talk about <laughs> the final thing i want to talk about is that so my partner two nights ago he came out from work one thing led to another and a conversation about money in short to be precise dollars <laughs> came into play and it was just it was a very little thing i know that normal normal me i i like to dead things like on the get-go like if i don't want you talking to me on a certain level i'm going to tell you when you tell, tell me something i'm going to tell you there and then that hey nigga i don't like this don't say this to me again and so <laughs> this conversation just sprout it wasn't even a lot of money it was like 300 dollars or something it wasn't even a lot of money and there was a back and forth between him and somebody he considers a friend and it was surprising to him because he was like if, if you're distrusting of me like you should have known me for a while like a very long time not not to think that i'm going to like cut you off a deal or something it's about a job and he puts it out it's about a job anyway not like somebody's owing anybody and all that it's about a job and <laughs> the entire thing i got angry and then i started laughing and then i got angry i started laughing on his behalf and my partner got so much that he was texting and he was talking and he was vibrating and i'm like this matter no rich like this but what i want to say is that conversations surrounding money and like money business and family and friends sometimes we need to like be sure of what we are doing basically so if you know you want to fuck with a person the person is your friend and you want to fuck with this person money wise or business wise you need to create the boundary like if you're talking about business let it be a boundary like this and this and this is what is allowed around or surrounding this because if you want to be mad and say that because we are friends um because we are if if because we are friends you don't trust me enough to have like a, a handle a business or have a transaction with you then there's a problem right but if you're not relating with me on a business level there are things you should not be saying to me the issue with money if you are giving a job 
to your family and friends or your yeah let it be clear and clean from the get-go this 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 if you if you want to do because the person is my friend person is my family you go and be like what i want you guys to take from this this thing i'm saying is if you have a business that you're bringing your family into let business be business and let friendship or family be family if you want to do sentiment and say that you want to trust a person because they are your friends or they are your then discuss that as well but not like having to have it was really stupid and i think what really got him more angry was the fact that ah not 300 dollars oh nobody say yeah even though even me i was like nobody, even i know i don't get money but guy not 300 dollars oh convert that money how much it be last last 150k it, it sure won't be up to 200k let's be realistic you guess and then there was that whole back and forth and i was like now you fuck up from the get-go who send you say if you combine business and and friendship you people like learning from mistakes that's your problem <laughs> I don't care that people think I'm very court. I'm very um I can I don't care about that. I care about if I want to have a friendship with you, if this is if it's I'd like let me I want to be able to give you opportunities that don't does not even have anything coming back to me at the end of the day. Cause this whole back and forth can be really shitty. Can be really shitty. So, anyways, um that's what's been happening with me. I got promoted. Say, yeah, you guys, you can still pray, be praying for me so that they'll start paying us in dollars. <laughs> or better still, pray for me so that I would um, jackpot from this country. Let's, you know, something fall on my lap so I can jackpot from this country because this country like this, no be. Um. Then, um, something else I wanted to say, uh, yeah, get your PVC. Get your PVC. And everybody is analyzing, everybody has turned to political analysts and it's really like, is is maddening how everybody else is everybody's coming to say this 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 and this and i'm really like i don't think that if you're smart you're you're a human being that's been living in this in this nigeria for the past eight years plus like you have been able to understand everything that's going on in nigeria for the past eight years plus i don't think you need anybody coming to tell you who you should vote for and who you should not vote for it's really stupid of you if you actually went to the four walls of a school and you are actively supporting an old man that cannot hold himself or you're supporting somebody who does not live in nigeria nor neither does he understand the struggles i've been going through over the past couple of years <laughs> there's something is definitely wrong with you registration is going to close soon in abuja they're doing it at ego square so if you haven't gotten yours try as much as possible to do that if you're of votable age you're 18 plus try and get your pvc do not say that this is not part of your problem or it doesn't concern you or your father is a autodela or your father is the owner of nigeria or whatever or he owns a country or a planet it doesn't provided you're a citizen of this country and you're here in nigeria try as much as possible to get your pvc get your pvc and vote if you have your pvc put it in the back of your mind that you have to vote it's a civic duty you're informing i'm a catholic i need to go and receive mass Nobody should stop me from mass. Good and fine. If no priest, no priest, nobody has a right to stop you from attending a mass or receiving Holy Communion. That is, yes, very fair. Nobody should do that. Nobody has a right to do that. Because right now, we're mostly talking about those MOD guys stopping people who wear trousers or who don't have their hairs covered from entering the church. And now a priest is now, like, a priest is now saying, don't come to church or 
if you don't have your pvc so yeah that is actually wrong but nevertheless it is a civic duty for you to vote the bible says give unto caesar what belongs to caesar you're giving your voting is giving unto caesar what belongs to caesar as it is if you feel like you're not affected then something is wrong with you so yeah please 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 get your pvc encourage people around you to get your pvc and not just getting pvc but voting right don't go and say that because somebody does not have a chance you would now say that um you will not vote for peter obi something must be wrong with you you say structureless structureless the structure that you've been having for years till now how has that helped us really get your pvc and vote that would be all for today um see you next week enjoy your weekend bye bye